Clinician Insider is a bi-monthly series centering conversations within the clinical community that promote personal and professional growth. On this episode, Drs. Dan Burkhoff and Joseph Bartonik discuss the digital revolution in medicine and the need for adaptation. Hey, Joseph. Hey, Ben. It's great to catch up with you here on the streets of Paris. We're just on a lunch break uh, at a conference that we're here in Paris. And I just wanted to uh, catch up with you about what's going on with technologies in medicine. You know, we're seeing that technology is influencing almost every part of our life. Here we see bikes that you can you can activate with apps and gives you tells you how many watts you've done and how many uh, miles you've gone. So uh, technology is really infiltrating in many places in medicine, as you know. And uh, you've been in the uh, you know in, involved with a lot of this stuff. So I want to just get your opinion about some of these uh, these new technologies that are that are influencing uh, how we practice medicine and really in particular determine how are practicing clinicians now dealing with this onslaught of technology, data that's coming in and how are they kind of integrating this into their practice? Right, I think that's a, that's a very good question. What I would maybe like to say in the beginning that you know this technology is great, it's really you know helping consumers, mm-hmm. but it's different than the medtech application. Mm-hmm. In medtech application, we have to first think about the issues that are you know being targeted mm-hmm. and understand it very well mm-hmm. how the you know the care is around those issues, what people are involved, what kind of um, you know regulatory aspects are. Only then we can speak about solutions mm-hmm. because this is something that people get and try mm-hmm. to use it mm-hmm. and they figure out how to use it, give a feedback to the to the producers. Mm-hmm. In the medtech, the need should drive the mm-hmm. development. Yeah. That's a fundamental difference. Yeah. So one of the one of the technologies or class of technologies that's kind of in the forefront really are the implantable devices before we get to some of the wearables, but some you know the heart monitors for heart failure and pulmonary hypertension, etc. You know, some clinicians are being are already being overwhelmed by this. How do you how do you think this is gonna gonna all play out? I've, I'm actually fan of these technologies mm-hmm. for one reason is because so far we are failing to monitor properly these patients. We are good maybe ruling out the biomarkers. We can rule out patients are heart failure or not heart failure, but then take it down and predict when the patient worsens. Mm-hmm. We are not really good at it. Right. We have come some of the right. data, right. it's okay. But something that we continue to help in the physician right would be definitely desirable. Right, so, so it's clear is, that these, that these technologies, need, the trials have shown that this definitely can, can exactly, impact. Exactly. And so now we just have to figure out how to disseminate, how, absolutely. disseminate how to, this technology and make it uh, easy for clinicians to implement and integrate into their into their uh, practice. Absolutely, I agree. You know, yeah. This is, uh, I think, one of the critical elements now, as you also pointed, we are overwhelmed. We don't yeah. know. We don't, you get a sheet of hundreds right. of data right. points. We don't right. know how to use them. Right. So I think the key will be to find the smart algorithms. Yeah. So this you know, goes under the term of artificial intelligence, maybe, maybe. machine learning. Exactly. So exactly. that's kind of where, where exactly. maybe how to deal with all these all these data. Probably yes. Probably so yes. so that that's we just talked about the implantables, but now obviously the the goal in a lot of these areas is to go to wearables that that you know are, are in many instances direct to consumer marketing. Right. So uh, people are asking for these things. They want to wear sensors. They want to wear things. They're willing to be monitored. Uh, to get feedback on their on their uh, their health status, right? And uh, you know we have a few examples with the with the Apple Watch with AFib detection. Right. There are other ECG monitors that you can right. uh, add to your 
to your mobile phones and things like that? It's potentially again possible. I think we have to be also cautious that people are not being scared, mm -hmm. you know, right. by maybe sometimes inaccurate or not clear interpretation of the data. Yeah. So there should be definitely a regulation. I think there's mm -hmm. a regulation, a link to the clinicians mm. to tease out what is actually good, what should be reported to the patient. Mm. Myself, I am more protagonist giving the warning mm. rather than giving mm. the clear signal is something mm -hmm. wrong. Mm -hmm. So I think these are all the things that um, need really careful multidisciplinary, I would call it. Yeah. Not only the physician uh, or technology, but also regulatory yeah. people, patient themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should also themselves what yeah. they want to have. So, you know, right now, all of these wearables, uh, technology, artificial intelligence, this is really very hot and it's very enticing for young entrepreneurs, investors, to get on the bandwagon. You know, you've just completed the biodesign program at Stanford, and I think you've gotten some insights into, you know, how to navigate these kind of complex areas, and how, you know, how do you, you know, what do you see happening in this field? And people are jumping in quickly, are they jumping in too quickly, too low threshold? What, what, what kind of advice or, or observations have you Absolutely. made about that? Absolutely, I think that what I tried to say, you know, this is not a technology as such as we are used to, you know, consumer technology. Mm -hmm. This has to be done very carefully. People are jumping on that. Mm -hmm. should really think very well on the need that they are addressing, understand very well in the specific need what stakeholders, physicians, mm -hmm. regulatory, hospital administrators, government, mm -hmm. who are involved, what is their you know, intake and potential benefit or right. risk when this is applied. Right. And then if this creates a potential value, then they should find a solution. So mm -hmm. in the beginning, they should take their time mm -hmm. to understand mm -hmm. the problem. And then, of course, go full speed. Yeah. Have a good plan so, and implement. So that's, <laughs> I think, what, what I heard was make sure you know what your target is Absolutely. before you get started, before you jump in. Absolutely. And don't start, you know, don't target everything. Don't target everything. <laughs> that's not yeah. possible. That's, that's a, a good, that's very good advice. Well, it's been really nice to uh, just catch up with you on the streets and uh, enjoy the rest of the You too. Enjoy the rest of the uh, Thank program. you very much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Catch new episodes of Clinician Insider on the 15th and 30th of every month. Follow us on Twitter to join the conversation at Clinician Inside and send us your topic suggestions at clinicianinsider at crf.org. Thanks for listening. <laughs>